Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Unfair Game Show of Unfair Games. Uh, I will be your host today, Derek, and let's go ahead and meet who our contestants are right now because I'm afraid things are going to change as we progress. So, first, to my top screen, we have Connor. Oh, hello. How's it going? Hello, hello. Uh, it, it's going really well. I'm excited to be here and see what you have in store for us today. I got a few things. I'd imagine. Up in my diagonal, we have definitely not a carrot, Alec. You don't know that. I have a pretty solid body of evidence. You can't see well, below the waist. Well, if I eat you, if I eat you, will my eyesight improve? No, that's a lie. Don't a eat my, don't carrot. eat carrots, don't eat carrots. Um, Ever. That's our final stance. Ever. Don't eat carrots. Never, never. Damn. Ah, and to my stage right, we have Michael. All right, brother, let's get rowdy. Yeah. As I was saying, I, I I wanted to meet them before they changed, but I think Michael has already transformed into like a Midwest white dad version of Macho Man Randy Savage. That's kind of <laughs> what that feels like. You guys, you guys ever tried bucha? No. Like I have no desire. What's the to. first part of bucha, Mike? No. Uh, no. Oh, oh. Say it. Uh, uh. Come. That's minus 500 points. You activated today's secret trap card. Don't say come. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's a bad day for all of us. We would all be in the negative by the end of this podcast. There's no way that we can all make it without saying the C word. No. I'm I'm willing to try. I said it one time, and I'm negative five, so we're, we're we're just screwed. You said 500. I said 500. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's even worse. It's even yeah. worse than you I thought it was. 500. Yep. Oh, all right. So what are we playing today now that we can't say come? Today we'll be playing Master Debaters. It's going to have you four, our lovely contestants, doing your civic duty and running for the highest office in the land, President of Gooberland. You're currently on the campaign trail, and you've now been tasked with your first presidential debate against one another. You'll be asked about your stance on key public issues, your policy decisions, and pretty much anything else I can think of that just sounds cool to me. You'll have a chance to explain your position, defend your position, and hopefully attack one another, both on your opinions and your personal character. You're fighting tooth and nail today for the votes of Gooberland's four peoples. The Goobers, a fun-loving group of silly billies. The Schmeeks, who are just labeled God's coolest cats. And the final two peoples, the Krungos and the Bungos. Two peoples who have been locked in a civil war for the past quarter of a century. I really like the rules the, of the debate the are simple. Gooberland lore. Gooberland has very deep lore. Are the Krungos very and the Bungos just that universe's version of the Hatfields and McGoys? Yes. Okay, just checking. They're just yep. Krungan and Bungan and voting for people to rule the land anyway together. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they they support centralized government at the end of the day. Um, but it's kind of just like imagine. The Goobers live in what is, like, the southeast. So think, like, Virginia down and then left. The Schmeeks live, like, Ohio up towards Maine. That way, they cover that area. And the Krongos and the Bungos have everything from, like, middle Tennessee over. And they've just been fighting nonstop for 25 years. How are no we part blood- of me was spilled. expecting this to be America. <laughs> Man really just described uh, <laughs> Manifest Destiny. <laughs> How are we going to say that the the Schmeeks are both the coolest cats and also live in Ohio? Uh oh, he's got you there. I mean, Ohio's like half Middle Tennessee over. Like it's it's kind of the the frontier. And this isn't real Ohio. This isn't America. I'm just giving you like a geographical reference point for where they live. They embody the opposite of so Ohio. So the Krungus and Bungos are fighting over like 
70% of the total landscape. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, well. So population-wise, the goobers make up about 20-ish percent. The Shmeeks make up about 30-ish percent. And the Krungos and the Bungos total make up about 50% of the nation here. And so you know their stances. You know their motivations. You know their prides, their joys. You have to, to speak your presidential campaign language to sway their votes and see who's going to win. What are they fighting about? Yeah. <laughs> um, so right. the rules of the debate are really simple. Rule one is I ask the questions, you provide me answers to the questions. That's pretty straightforward. That's really the central foundational rule to this game and any actual debate. Questions are asked, people answer. Rule number two is points are awarded by the response. The nature of the response will determine the percentage of each faction's votes you've acquired. So at the end of the day, we're going to have a president of Gooberland. And rule number three is each candidate will have the chance to make an opening and closing statement to sway voters. And like I said, I wanted to introduce you as you stood here with your government names before things maybe change. You can be yourself. It's totally fine. I just, I didn't know what was going to happen. So I wanted to introduce you by your Christian names before we started. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that, Thank that, you, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Just call him Chef. No. Okay. You should. You could. I won't. Well, candidates, are we ready to get started? Yes, yes chef. chef. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be the debate moderator tonight. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Introducing our first candidate to my stage right. Introduce yourself. Artist formerly known as Michael. I don't know who you are now, and I'm afraid. Hey, it's me. I'm the Shmeef. Hey, Shmeef. Fuck, it's the Shmeef. It's I, the Shmeef. Uh, my, my fellow Gooberlandians, I, uh, I, I'm just here to have a good time. Like, uh, like the rest of you. Wow. Speaking directly to the hearts and minds of the goobers of Gooberlandia. That was really chill and fun-loving of you. I'm the Shmeef. Hey, Shmeef. Stage corner. It's definitely still not a carrot. Who do we have on stage? Yeah, this is a Grimlar, fellow goober of the Goober Nation, here to unite all our peoples and try to make any progress in the Civil War out west. All right, we've got my man Rebar with a G in front of it. <laughs> There's an L in there, Greeblar. Thank you. Greeblar. <laughs> apologies, Senator Greeblar. My apologies. Uh, he's here to unite all people, so he's taking the kind of wide net approach to let's just get everybody, and he wants to end the Civil War. That's going to do big numbers. Yeah, we'll have ourselves a little diplomatic process. Well, you know, we'll, we'll figure we'll figure something out. It's going to do big numbers for the Shmeeks. my political the, stance. Uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> big numbers for the Shmeeks and the Goobers. They love that. They want the Civil War to end. They want to be able to travel westward in their nation. Without uh, all the... It doesn't bode so well for the Krungos and the Bungos because they do love violence. Organized violence. Mm, organized violence. We'll get to that later. And to my stage top, who do we have here? Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, uh, Ralph Banana Man. I want to get rid of billboards, is what I'm running on. No more billboards for the population. Yeah, fuck those billboards. Thank you, Smeef. <laughs> All right. Representative Ralph Banana Man yeah. joins us here today. Um, so I'm going to take those as your opening statements, uh, because they... Well, two out of three of them directly appealed to the nation's peoples. I I don't know and haven't put that much lore thought into each nation's stance on billboards. It feels like the Schmeeks would hate billboards. I feel like you picked up points with them. They don't like being told what to do, told what to buy. 
told where to put their attention. They're cool cats. They're too cool for school. So, yeah. All right. Great, great, uh, great opening statements, everyone. I feel like we're off to a great start. To tonight's first question. This is for Representative Banana Man. Yes. <laughs> During your early days as a state representative, you proposed some interesting legislation that our viewers would like to know a little bit more about. You're quoted as saying, I think everyone who works in a kitchen should have to have their hair spiked like Guy Fieri because it is a natural defense against being, quote, ratatouille Yes, yes, I did say this. Uh, Ratatouille was very influential in my formative years. I had a big fear of mice crawling in and up and under my shirt and into my hair. And because of that, I thought, you know, maybe maybe chefs should should have some level of comfort knowing that that can't happen to them in the kitchen. Uh, everyone knows that, that chefs are the rat's natural prey. They, they hunt them down. So I thought, you know, let's do something for our chefs. And let's, let's Guy Fieri them up. Because I've never seen a rat in that man's hair. Strong point. I, too, have never seen a rat Did in I Guy mention Fieri's I hair. hate billboards? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. It was kind of your first, right off the bat. Just it I was just making Set sure. It. Yep. Yeah. Compelling stuff from Chris Chan. <laughs> or Ted Bundy, whoever's speaking. <laughs> Ted Banana Man, Chris Chabanana Man. Oh, two points to the Schmeef. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Only 498 to go before I break even. <laughs> speaking of the Schmeef, what are your thoughts on standardized hairstyles in the kitchen? Hey, everybody, it's me, the Schmeef. Hey, Schmeef! Um, I think Guy Fieri is a pretty cool guy. He wears the bowling shirts, he's the mayor of Flavortown. I'm, I'm not a very big fan of the hair, but if it is to defend against being ratatouille I I understand it's kind of a natural, you know, defense mechanism. A little bit of a caltrop going on up there, like a medieval torture device a little bit. So yeah, I, I think anybody that works in the kitchen in defense of being ratatouille should maybe not have the Guy Fieri haircut, but instead just go entirely bald. Actually, oh. I, I retract that statement, not just bald. Have their scalps <laughs> entirely removed from the top of their head. Scalp everybody that works in a kitchen. That You don't have to worry about the problem at all anymore. Scalp them and put a hairnet over it. And that, that's my solution, Sanderlage hairstyles, I'm the Schmeef. Wow. And in that moment, the Krungos and the Bungos and the Onions just stand up and start screaming, now that you've mentioned scalping an entire savages. career path of people. I see you so. all. I see my fans. <laughs> Hello. Wow. Hello. I'm here. I'm a, I'm a people person here. That's why I want to scalp an entire profession. All for you, my Krungos and Bungos. Well, some of them have started choking each other in the audience now. Oh, that's there, a little there bit are at least four corpses. Yeah, maybe, maybe stop that. It's not a sex thing. It's a, it's a violence thing. You don't thing. know. It's Why a, are oh, they seated flowy. next to each other? Oh, no. 
Who oh, no. put the Krungos and the Bungos next to each other? Chris Chan, I'm going to have to ask you to shut the I would have prevented that. No, my name is Ruben Bill... Banana Man. Ralph Banana Man? Ruben Billboard. Ralph Banana Man. Oh my god, Banana he's got Man. schizophrenia. Don't let oh. Ruben Billboard come out. What are different personalities like but the peels of a banana? That's my secret cap. I'm always Ruben and never Billboard. God damn it. All right, um, yeah, Senator Greeblar, what the fuck is your name? <laughs> it's Senator, Greeblar? it's Greeblar, it's Greeblar. Fellow guru, guru nation, Greeblar. So, so to oh go with goodness. Banana Man's approach, um, that oh, works wow. for about two months. Two months, then the rats learn that there are spikes, and they get stronger, and they adapt. Two months, two months. After that, you will have stronger, more controllable rats, because they are used to dealing with Guy Fieri haircut. As for the scalping approach... They're just gonna eat your brain. <laughs> I don't. Think so my I, proposed solution is instead of mandatory haircuts or scalp removals, we put little baby bear traps on every chef's head. Then we eliminate the rats. None survive. They cannot procreate. Eventually, ratatouille-capable rats will no longer exist. My God, he's done it. Why can't they just be regular bear traps? Why do they have to be made for baby bears? Mr. Banana Man, are you are you are you aware of the size of a, a baby bear versus a rat? No. <laughs> <laughs> a couple uh, follow-up thoughts and our questions here from our from our viewers at home that are coming through live uh, on my tablet here. You mentioned that via scalping, the rats will just eat your brain. Uh, the viewers would like to know. During which scene in Ratatouille was Remy's goal to eat the man's head? I'll tell you all of them. I'm going to jump in here. Let me tell you. The rats want to eat brains. That is 100% factual. Glebe Mlor has it right. (laughs) He knows exactly what he's talking about. I will now let him answer the question. I just wanted to support his idea. Okay, they may not eat your actual brain, but if it's a rat, animated rat, 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 rat in nature in general. The rat will get up there, he will see the fringe on your scalp, and he will be like, oh, that looks yummy. And eventually, before you know it, he's eating your face. Rats eat. That's true. Rats eat. Rats eat. You heard it here first, folks. Rats eat. Let's give it up for the rebar, man. Rats eat. Yeah. I see you out there, Krongos and Bungos. Put that down. (laughs) Have you guys seen Ratatouille? No. No. actually. (laughs) Actually, no. Never. Neither have I. All right, so everybody in in Goober Goober Nation, don't vote for those fucking weirdos. They're all lame. Let's give it up yeah, for the Schmeev. If you check YouTube later, my reaction video to Ratatouille will be up. Oh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna the Schmeev. have to say the Schmeev pulled some more Goober vote there by supporting Ratatouille. They love Ratatouille. Schmeev. But uh, Senator Greeblar definitely pulled in some Schmeek votes there by being a YouTube content creator. Doing reaction videos. They think those are pretty cool. The Schmeeks also peaked in 2009. Nobody in the Schmeeks conglomerate is above the age of 12, I see. (laughs) (laughs) I never said how old they were, but they can vote here. (laughs) Must be a low voting age. (laughs) Well, on to our next question. For the Schmeef, early on in your campaign, you promised the people of Gooberland you would get to the bottom of what you called... The nation's greatest mystery. And they're curious. 
have you made any progress on your noble quest to understand if their name was Alvin and the Chipmunks, what the fuck was Alvin? That's a fantastic question. Uh, I'd first like to say that Alvin and the Chipmunks does in fact imply that Alvin is not of the Chipmunk variety. It's been a long and hard road of looking and sniffing about the chipmunk genome, and I am glad to report back that I can confirm with 100% certainty that Alvin is, in fact... <laughs> it's compelling stuff, Shmeef. Wow. It sounds like the investigation is going... <laughs> <laughs> Am I going crazy? Can you guys hear me? Am I a ghost again? Everybody just keeps... They stop talking. Hello? <laughs> Why did you say again? That's the, That's the last time you were a ghost. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Okay, well, not about that. Senator fucking Ruben... God damn, Ralph Banana Man. <laughs> Ruben Billboard. <laughs> Do Ruben Billboard. Do you also support the birther conspiracy that Alvin is not a chipmunk? Absolutely. I think this can take us really full circle here. Alvin was born under mysterious circumstances. I have it on good authority that his middle name is Hussein. <laughs> Hussein. Think about that one, guys. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. <laughs> Give us the birth certificate. News just in. This is why the Titanic sub sank. <laughs> oh, God. Really letting him fly today, huh, candidates? <laughs> no one is safe on this stage. Uh, Senator Greeblar, sounds like you also support the birth of conspiracy that Alvin is not a chipmunk. Yeah, I have, I have a theory, but no evidence. No evidence whatsoever of um, Alvin... I think that Alvin is the work. eldritch horror hive mind that controls all three chipmunks. No proof, just this is my theory. They're just normal chipmunks, but there is an otherworldly presence amongst them controlling them to make money off of children's cartoons. Um, Follow-up question from the viewers at home. Uh, Greeblar, is that an extraterrestrial last name? Nah, I'm a goober. That's my one name. I only have one name. Greeblar. One human name, Greeblar. How could we forget? Oh, we were under the impression good... that everybody in Gooberland was just human? Yes. One of my good friends is a goober, and his name is Thomas Richardson. Thomas Richardson. He collected stamps. He collected stamps when we were in elementary school, and one day he got bullied for it, and the kids pulled his pants down on the twisty slide, and he burned his penis. <laughs> Like slide I'm... burn on the penis. We're all praying for Mr. Richardson. Thank you. <clears throat> oh my god. Okay. Um, Senator Greeblar, the stage is yours here. Are you familiar with the book 1984? Not intimately, but I've, I've heard things. Do you know who wrote the book in 1984? Oh fuck, what's his name? He's related to that guy from the Star Wars movies. Ah, uh, great point. Yeah. George Orwell wrote... That's it. Uh, you should have said the book about but, the communist pigs. 
But given the accusations of your extraterrestrial nature... Mm, what now? Early on in your career, when asked to write George Orwell, you wrote J-O-R-J-O-R well. Like he was related to Jar Jar Binks. The Star Wars guy, yeah. The Star Wars guy. Is that something you still stand by today? That George Orwell is actually George Orwell? I don't. I don't think I necessarily stand by that nowadays. Um, I'm. I've, I've been. I've been around long enough to uh, recognize that I was. I was. I was a young boy. I'm a little dyslexic, and I. You hear a jar. You hear a jar, and you binks sometimes. He hears a jar. He hears a jar, and like everyone else, he binks. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you heard it here first. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know if the viewers at home know what to make of that. The schmeef doesn't know what to make of that. You've confused the Schmeef. How do you feel? Oh, Turned into a Minecraft zombie. Oh, <laughs> yup. Back to the Schmeef. I am the Schmeef. Hey, Schmeef. Schmeef. As the resident cool guy on stage, their words, not mine. The Krongos and the Bungos really think you're the shit. The Krongos and the Bungos are omnipotent. You've campaigned on a platform of. Competition, you're tired of participation trophies, which is why you've introduced the nationwide upgrade alongside casual sex is now competitive ranked sex. What are the rules and how do I go masters in ranked sex and where do you think your opponents would rank? Yeah, I'm really glad you asked, because uh, you're you're actually talking to an expert. I, I'm the CEO of sex. I actually made sex Two. It's releasing this fall. Um, yeah, so the pretty much in sex two, we've added alongside casual quick play sex, we've actually added uh, competitive ranked sex. There's gonna there's gonna be several different ranking tiers to it. Um, you're gonna be able to go from wood rank up to some some standard, you know, your bronze and then silver, gold. But after gold, you're, you're gonna get start getting into the to the higher rankings. This is where the men are separated from the boys up here. You're going to be going from gold up into the latex rank, and then from latex, you're you're going to be moving from latex up into silk, and then to chain rank. So each rank has is four separate divisions, and instead of it going five, four, three, two, one, it actually alternates. So you're going to start in wood five. That's the bottom of the barrel. The real shitters are down there. People who never touched a cock or seen a tit in their life, they they live down there. <laughs> So yeah, the real shitters live down there. Not even their own cock. They're Not even their own all cock. The way down in wood five, and it's gonna go wood five, wood four, wood three, wood two, and then wood one. But when you get up to bronze, it's actually gonna go bronze one, bronze two, bronze three, bronze four, bronze five. So th this is just to cause as much confusion as possible. I know the 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 trend is for in competitive games to make it as streamlined as easy to follow as possible. So. <clears throat> we're we're kind of going a little bit against the grain with it. Uh, we we've received feedback from our open beta on on casual and competitive sex too. Um, trust us, we we hear you, we hear you loud and clear. But we really think this is something that we we just know more than you about. Uh, you all you shitters are down there in wood five, while I'm up here in rank thirteen, uh, chain thirteen. That is, um, yeah, that's right. Ch chain goes all the way up to thirteen in in. <laughs> sequential order increasing sequential order so it goes chain one chain two all the way up to chain 13 anyway so the rules are you know you got several different game modes you got uh 
you got competitive sex top, which is competitive sex dominatrix, and then you've got competitive sex bottom, which is like competitive sex slave, and then you've got competitive sex um, all Q, which is you just kind of Q for both, whichever role you you prefer to play. And then competitive sex top is, is just like who is the most aggressive, fast-paced gameplay. So if you're if you're a real mover, like if if you like to move around a lot, you like blowing shit up, grabbing people by the cock and balls, and throw them around in the air like they're one of those slappy, sticky hand things, you're gonna want to play competitive sex. Uh, competitive sex top. Moving on to competitive the sex bomb and the bungos are erupting in screams as you mentioned. A blowing people up and grabbing them by the cock and spinning them around like one of those sticky, yeah. grabby hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, competitive sex bottom, yeah. You're, th this is a lot more slow paced. This is for all the the mercy players out there. This is a lot more, you know, a lot more slow. It, you kind of gotta think about stuff. Really, you can just hold one button and and tap space bar, and you're gonna get you're gonna get through. <laughs> competitive sex all Q is just kind of a mix of everything. So, uh, yeah, you're you're gonna have placements in competitive sex. Uh, you you got ten rounds. Uh, first one to drain their balls it, it wins each round. Uh, there's ten of them. Drain your balls ten times, depending on t speed and where you place in that. In that rank depends on where where you're going to place. You cannot place above uh, wood three. Any questions? It, I concede from the race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. <laughs> oh, I didn't even get into like meta builds or anything like that. No, no, you did not. You haven't addressed hackers, easy anti-cheat, anything like that. Oh, we'll have um, our own anti-cheat. It's called it's called Rickacum. Uh, it's it's very strongly based off of the Ricochet anti-cheat. Uh, that's that. If, if it catches you cheating, if it catches you aimbotting your scrubs into anyone's JJ or anything like that, it's going to automatically spawn a decoy that's just a blow-up sex doll next to the person that you are you're up against. And then it's going to make the person that you're actually up against disappear. So you're, it's going to really disorient you. It's going to throw you off. So like Ricochet, you have to install it to the kernels of your system. Do I have to install Ricocock directly into my cock? Yes, yeah. Th th that is what I'm saying. A little tiny microchip. Where, where do you think your opponents would rank, Mr. Schmeef? I, I am the CEO, so I'm already in Chain 13. I, chain 13 is reserved only for devs of the game. Actually, if you kill someone who's chain thirteen rank in in sex competitive, you are you're actually you're actually given a special nameplate and emblem. Wait, Mr. Schmeef, you're killing each other. Yeah, the the that's I'm talking sex top competitive. Yeah, to the death is kill is kill based. to the death. Yes. That is correct. Uh, my apologies. My I thought it was scrum based. Oh no, that's that's, that, that's, that's sex bottom only. <laughs> For the real mercy players Fair out enough. There. Uh, okay, well, that was a lot to take in. The Krungas and the Bungas are actively ejaculating in the crowd uh, due to all the violence and killing and sex just and practicing. topping and bottom. You guys are doing great. <laughs> Coming fall up. this year, sex too. You'll do great. Real life beta test in the audience. Write that down. Write that down. Shifting gears a little bit to Representative Banana Man Billboard. You've been accused of taking dirty campaign money from the source of Stone Cold Steve Austin's Cold Stone Creamery Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> wow. Um, apparently, corruption and bribery is just cool out here. Hey. No one's booing. Let me explain something real quick. I didn't take the money and then reinvest it 
in a government-funded ice cream dispensary plan like Mr. Austin wanted. What I did was I bought 45 bottles of Jack Daniels and I boiled it down until it was as pure as it could be. And I put rags into all of them and I lit them on fire and I threw them at all my local billboards. <laughs> so I'm helping the people. A noble cause. You're helping the people. You are helping the, the people. Issue of boiling down alcohol doesn't make it more pure. Amen. <laughs> Man really nerfed his Molotovs. So, not only does he admit to taking bribes from Stone Cold Steve Austin's Cold Stone Creamery Austin, uh, but he's using the money to factory manufacture Molotov cocktails to throw at billboards. That's an automatic D rank. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, in his defense, <laughs> in his defense, in his defense, he did not factory manufacture. He only bought 45 bottles of Jack Daniels. This is about 350 bucks. Yeah, and Gleebar is right. Now that I think about it, I think maybe I boiled all the alcohol out because I was just throwing glass bottles full of water and rags at pictures of Gary Steinman, the local attorney. He's got billboards all over the city. I don't want to see his face. I don't want to see him dressed up as a Viking telling me he'll fight for me if I'm in a car accident as good as the Nordic ancestors he claims to have. No one wants that. It's facetious at best. That's another D rank. I made it all the way up to D. Only four more <laughs> letters to go, baby. All right, back to Senator Greeblar. Yes, sir. Senator Greeblar. Uh-huh. You've, you've posed... That you would create a Department of Restoration. I thought it was going to be pictures. You're going to talk about the pictures? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. A Department of Restoration. A group of individuals who will go around rebuilding things that have been torn down, that have fallen and broken. But you've also said and proposed in your bill that you would only staff this department with horses, citing Humpty Dumpty in which the king sent all his horses and all his men. Your stance being the horses did a better job of putting him back together. Where do you plan to find that many horses? Yeah, there's horses everywhere. If there's not enough horses, we'll make the horses. When's the last time you've seen a horse? What's a horse again? Uh-oh. <laughs> the thing you said are everywhere. They're everywhere. Um, They'd be clip-clopping around. They do be clip-clopping. Check behind you. Oh, God. Nay. <laughs> Wow, he just saved your life. <laughs> nah, but, you know, the fingers fingers are too too much pressure, too much pressure in a little spot. Human fingers, that is. As opposed to horse fingers. Ah, <laughs> uh, so another hit to the taxpayer budget to hire horse manicurists. That's going to cost an estimated $65 billion. I think I would like to step in now to both defend and criticize Gleeblar. Because it's true that this will cost tax money. But all of our taxes are currently going to that big old hole behind Sam's Club. And I'm sick of paying for it. So I would gladly pay for horse manicurists instead of the people that are digging that big old hole behind Sam's Club. My nephew tripped and almost fell in that big old hole. My nephew tripped and did fall in that big old hole. I am so sorry to hear that. Thanks, Chris Chad. My name is, that's not my name. <laughs> Ralph Banana Stand. 
or Banana Man. <laughs> well, Representative Banana Man, um, you certainly took us on a little trip there. I thought the taxpayer money was going to filling the big hole behind Sam's Club. I did not realize taxpayers were funding teenagers to dig the big hole behind Sam's Club. Yeah, look, uh, Mr. Moderator, that's a great point to bring up because it really does depend on who holds office with the Krungos and the Bungos. So I know this might be diversifying my voter base or, but, uh, or splitting the voter base, but I think that, you know, four years pass and the Krungos want to empty the hole and four years come and there's Bungos in office now and they're filling four in the years hole. What? And- <laughs> And the whole thing, the whole thing—that's a thing rank is up, just, my man. That's that—that's one rank up. You're in Wood Four now. All the workers just keep getting younger. You said teenagers. The last time I saw a kid in diapers and little Crocs, he had a little shovel. He was down in the bottom of the big old hole behind the Sam's Club. The baby in Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> diapers, diapers. A baby in a single Croc. <laughs> He's in the croc like a crib. Yeah, I asked one of the four people there, and he said, next year that kid's going to operate the backhoe. <laughs> He's getting his certification right now. So uh, it sounds like you're against child construction labor. No, I just don't want anyone else to fall in that big old hole behind the Sam's Club. You know, I think that's, that's a cause that everyone can get behind. I, I think you've really unified your voter base with that one. Thank you. Let's take some questions from the audience here. This man is one uh, weird <laughs> sentence away from sounding like a Minecraft villager. <laughs> Never mind, that was dog shit. <laughs> I don't know what they sound like. Alright, let's take a few questions from the audience here. Looks like we've got a question coming from the Krungos for Senator Schmeef. Hey, what's up, I'm the Schmeef. Hey, Schmeef! The Krungos really love what you've been doing up here today with all the violence and sex and cock swinging and, and all that good stuff. They're wondering if you would support their resolution that everyone has an inalienable right for at least like 30 seconds to be inside a tornado because it would be fun as hell. Listen, I, I think the Krungos and Bungos are on to something here. Uh, if you ever look at a tornado, it just kind of looks like a bouncy castle for grown-ups. I really do think that everybody does have the inalienable right to be in the middle of a tornado for at least 30 seconds. Hell, I'd bump it up to a minute. Fuck that. I I would make it a competition. Whoever can stay in the center for the longest time without being impaled or thrown out wins. I mean, they're going straight to at least chain 12 for that. Maybe even chain 13. Interesting point you bring up that you can rank up in competitive sex by being inside of a tornado. I would rank them up myself. I I would hack their account and do the ranking up myself. Ah, glad you clarified, because I assumed you would fuck them for being in the tornado. No comment. Fair enough. <clears throat> Our second audience question comes from the Goobers, and it's for Senator Greblar. They want to know, as avid fast food eaters, if Arby's has the meats, what does everyone else have? Arby's has the real meats. I'm a big proponent of Arby's. Arby's has all the meats. Chicken, roast beef, that other, that other, that other shit you get from other places. Um, it's fake meat. You've heard the Impossible Burger? It's taking the world by storm. Arby's is the only one with real meat. So you're saying this entire time, every fast food chain besides Arby's has been serving 
fake meat or fmeat, if you will. Or a, a, a fraction of fake meat. They are cutting their meat. They're cutting their meat like dirty Coke dealers cut it with sugar. What do you plan to do about that? Don't your people deserve real meat? Shouldn't you be giving your people the meat? Give them your meat. Pulling my cock out. <laughs> oh, no. It's not even a good-looking one. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going to government-own Arby's and distribute the meats to others. That way, everybody wins. Everybody gets meat. They, they have capitalized all the meat. They have all the animals. The other places have gotten their, their, their meat from other... Out of necessity, because Arby's has all the meats. It's like an electric company, but for meat. Government subsidized to provide the service to all Americans, all goobers. You heard it here first, goobers. It's like the electric company, but for meat. Representative Banana Man. Yes. Audience question from the Schmeeks. The coolest group of people doing the coolest group of things. Hello. They want to know, why are they called paintings when they're done and not just painteds? Well, I think to answer that question, we're going to have to really explore some deeply rooted, institutionalized, I don't want to say racism, but they are, it is schmeekism. See, paintings aren't designed for the schmeeks. Unfortunately, we all know that they are too cool to see lame-ass boring art. And everyone knows this, so we paint things that they can't see as a way to say, hmm... Look at this. I have this, and you can't even see it. So maybe you're not as cool as you think. So maybe that one time when you went to the art museum with your friend in fourth grade, and he was looking at a sculpture, and he said there was a sculpture that looked like a giant wiener, and you said no, and then you told the teacher on him, and then he had to get his ticket punched, which isn't that big of a deal now, but back then you had a little dollar bill. And they'd punch your ticket. They'd put it in with a little hole punch if you were bad. And I had to have, or someone probably in their life, <laughs> had to have their ticket punched because they saw the wiener statue that their schmeek friend lied about. A riveting story. Uh, sorry you had to get your hole punched, you know. Sounds like a game mode for competitive sex, too. We're adding it next season. Another question here for the schmeef. Hey, I'm the schmeef. Hey, schmeef. That you are, my friend. This one comes from the Goobers. They'd like to know, what the hell family is the family-sized bag of chips for? There ain't that many in there. Yeah, so this is actually a pretty tough question. And this is coming from the guy who usually has all the answers. So the family-sized bag of chips is, by definition, a, a scam. It is a sham from Big Chip. The family size bag of chips says family size, but you open it up and there's two tiddly links, tiddly winks little potato chips down on the bottom of the bag. 80% of that shit is air. I opened a bag of family sized barbecue Doritos the other day and there were six chips in the bottom of the bag. A couple jizz stains and a shit napkin to go along with it. So to answer your question about what family that is for, it's a family of one. It is a family of not even one. It is a family of half of one. It is a family of me. Or that baby in a crock that we met earlier. He could probably eat a few tiddly winks of chips and a cum napkin. Nope. Nope. 
Nope. <laughs> you wouldn't want him to, but physically, he probably could. Nope. Uh, on to our, our <laughs> Jesus Christ. Our next audience question for uh, Senator Griebler here. The Schmeeks would like to know, would you support their bill that would expand the definition of threesomes? They're tired of them just being used for sex because they're having lots of sex because they're cool. They'd like threesomes for other things. If a couple is in an argument, they'd like to be a third. Who would be the third? I don't understand. Would the third the just question. be like a hype man saying stuff? The, hype the argument like... itself is the third. So I, I could see that. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, you know, you can call anything a threesome. Expanding it, I don't think it necessarily needs, um, you know, government legislation to pass and change the definition of a word. I think we have to call Merriam and or Webster. Mm. Who's your favorite? Webster. Mm. That's probably the right answer. My man, Webster Schmeek. Great selection. <laughs> Pointing to the crowd, he jumps up and shouts. Based on those last two uh, outbursts, it feels that the uh, the Schmeek vote is leaning towards Senator Griebler here as uh, he has supported Webster Schmeek. Or Miriam, whichever one, and <laughs> Representative Banana Man has <laughs> had the Schmeek vote as he was burning down billboards and filling the hole behind Sam's Club, but then implied that a baby should eat the shit napkin or whatever. I didn't say they should. I said they <laughs> could. If you're going to put words in my mouth, I might as well go microwave a bowl of those SpaghettiOs that are shaped like letters. <laughs> Mentally flashbanged me. Um, final audience question here for uh, Representative Banana Man. Yes. The goobers are under the impression, uh, some call it a conspiracy theory, if you will, that the Sesame Street characters, Bert and Ernie, are actually just one dude whose name is Burton Ernie. Hmm. This is something that I haven't... I haven't particularly surrounded myself by by this research, but I will say, if we look back uh, to, the, to the works of Mr. Well, who we referenced earlier, in his novel Animal Farm, there are animals that are controlled by one entity, sort of like the chipmunks. Hold on, guys. This debate feels like we've been talking all about the same stuff over and over. Chipmunks, Gary Feinstein, and his dripping wet billboard I have to walk under every day to get to my office <laughs> on 6th Street. Uh, the Goobers think you bring up a great point uh, about Animal Farm specifically because their implication here is that while they may be on screen at the same time, they're actually connected as a cat dog type of entity. Oh, I Burton understand. Ernie. I understand that. Yeah, I think that we'll probably have some of my best people look into it. I rounded up a bunch of the teenagers that were rolling around in the pit, so I figured <laughs> I can put them to work on this particular issue if it's important to the people. And moderator, remind me of whose people this is for again. The goobers have asked this question. Exactly. So, goobers, when we find it, we're going to go buck-fucking-wild with whatever's at the bottom of Burton Ernie, baby. Because I'm Ruben Billboard! <laughs> My God. He's, he's gone. He's <laughs> gone. 
He's doing a high wire routine above the crowd. <laughs> He's fled the studio. Oh, my oh God. Oh God. Uh, at this moment, Representative Banana Man seems to be morphing into some creature. Yeah, baby, it's me. Reuben Billboards, you thought I was done. You thought you could hide me in the Banana Man? Absolutely not. In some sort of weird Spider-Man and Venom transformation, <laughs> Representative Banana Man has become the Reuben Billboard. What is multiple personalities but the peels of a banana? What are multiple personalities but the peels of a banana? Someone needs to get this man some Novocaine. <laughs> <laughs> My god, he's attacked the cameraman. It's like the Blair Witch Project. Oh god. It's the Billboard Witch gone? Project. I I don't I don't know. I see something. We've lost I see sight. something. Terrified. <laughs> oh god, sight. it's his cock. <laughs> That's right, baby. Vote with oh your cocks god. out. The Bunkos love that one. As they always vote with their cocks out. Oh, uh, well, welcome to the stage, Mr. Billboard. I'm never leaving. <laughs> Great to have Voting you. with your yeah. cock out is officially an emote as of season two. Um, so I guess the, we should ask a question to Mr. Billboard. He feels like a separate candidate. I don't, I don't know if, if, what, what kind of deal this is. Um, so, uh, question to Mr. Ruben Billboard. Yeah. Uh, when that guy said, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie... Yeah. What the fuck was he talking about? He was talking about eels, motherfucker. Moray eels. <laughs> They're fucking eels. They're in the ocean. They got big old jaws. Some people cook them into sushi. You can slurp them down. So you're thinking from the second line where he says, that's a moray. It's the first line in my book, baby. Moray eels. Yeah, first line in my book. So the pizza part was just gibberish. Yeah, he's never even eaten pizza. I have that on good authority. Alvin Hussein Chipmunk told me that. <laughs> and there you have it. Alvin Hussein oh. Chipmunk. He is, in fact. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Uh, well, our final question for our candidates here today, as we move forward, it seems the... Well, I don't know what to do anymore. Uh, the Goobers were leading with Representative Banana Man, but they're on the fence now. Um, the Bungos absolutely love Ruben Billboard and all he stands for. It looks like Senator Greeblar has the vote of the Schmeeks currently, and the Krungos are still all for the Schmeef in his cock-swinging kill-fest ranked sex, too. I'm the Schmeef. Hey, Schmeef! Oh, God. Um, our, our final question here for our candidates tonight. All three of you supported a bill to enhance our border security, to keep out the Grinch. To you, when you signed that bill and you saw the words, the Grinch, was that a name to you? Was that his nickname? Or was that a race? Are you keeping out the Grinch or the Grinch? Keep keep the Grinches out of here. I want to go on record and say it's more of a, a concept. It basically makes it illegal to ruin Christmas. So we love Christmas around here. So we, 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 we will use the defense budget to keep the Grinch Hell out. Hell yeah! The Grinch. Singular Grinch. The, the Grinch, the spirit, the attitude, oh. anybody who wants to be a sourpuss you on Christmas. You had a third angle that 
it wasn't just his name or his race. It was his attitude. Yes. Fantastic. Anybody acting, emulating, pretending, joking around to be the Grinch, executed. Capital punishment. Christmas will be full of love and Christmas and gift giving and the other guy. Wow. Senator Griebler's wide net approach is going over well. The Krumpus and the Bungos do love the capital punishment idea. The Goobers love the idea of Christmas being about love. And the Schmeeks think it's cool that you took an unsuspecting angle on that one. Schmeef, what did... Where else are we going to get the meats? I'll tell you one thing right now, moderator. The Grinch, like it or not, is a race. I ran it in <laughs> .5 seconds my junior year at Columbuson. It was the best Grinch record around. You want to keep that out of Christmas? You want to keep that out of town? Could you describe for us um, what foot race? Is, is it a foot race or is it a vehicular? You start on your feet. Yeah, it's a foot race. You try to do a backflip real quick and then you break your neck. And then you wake up and they tell you, hey, you have multiple personality disorder now and you might get really tired all of a sudden. <laughs> but not me, baby. I'm a... What was I talking about? <laughs> My God. Am I on a stage? Hello. Oh my god. Um, wow. I feel like we've learned so much just from that, that answer that your friend Ruben Billboard gave us. Really ties it all together here. I'd watch out. If you say his name three times, he shows up. He's like Beeblejuice. Who? Beeblejuice. Are you, are you saying Beeblejuice? That's the third time! <laughs> oh god. Well, let me let me tell you, the Krungos and the Bungos love <laughs> yeah, just like whatever the fuck is going on with Ruben Billboard slash Jerome Banana Ralph Banana Man, and the Schmeeks think it's pretty fucking cool as well. Schmeef, any comments on keeping out the Grinch? Yeah, uh, first of all, hey, it's me, the Schmeef. Second of all, um, yeah, I really liked Senator Rebar's idea of. Of sending an A-10 warthog to strafing run somebody's house if they were just a sourpuss, you know, woke up on the wrong side of the bed on Christmas morning. Uh, my God, Senator Rebar, are you okay? You were just attacked by a wild animal. <laughs> just shares my consciousness. He's part of my hive mind. He's the Alvin to your chipmunk. I'm the Alvin. <laughs> I can say He's with 100% certainty that he does, in fact. Anyway. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of sending an A-10 warthog to the house of somebody who woke up on the wrong side of the bed on Christmas morning. Uh, honestly, I'd do the same. So, yeah, I'm 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 fully on the side of, of Senator Rebar there. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that brings us to the end of our first presidential debate on the campaign trail here. I'll give each candidate 30 seconds to make their closing statement. Free for all. I don't give a shit who goes first. Greeblar for president. We've got horses. We've got meats unrelated. <laughs> and... We got good Christmases. What else can you ask for in a nation? You heard it here first, audience. When you think of Gooberland, you better be thinking of horses, unrelated meats, and Christmas. Shmeef, we're gonna we're gonna kick it to you. I I think <laughs> I think uh, Representative yeah. Banana Man may have overdosed. Yeah, yeah, it, I'm it seems alive. Like Barely. <laughs> I had an oopsie time again. Wish you didn't. Do, do we need a janitor? Do you need a towel or something? No, that's just when the dark man talks to me. I'm the moderator. 
Hold, no, hold on, hold on. He's like, he's he's like dark in a supernatural way. Not. I don't think you can say that. I don't think you can say that. He talks oh my to god! Me when I go into my coma. He's not even been elected yet, and he's already being canceled. Somebody stop this man! Oh shit. Uh, yeah, Shmeev, any closing statements from you? Hey, what's up? I'm the Shmeev. Hey, Shmeev! Um, check out Sex 2 coming this fall. Look for competitive ranked sex alongside casual sex. Look for voting with your cock out is the battle pass free emote. That's it. Will Sex 2 be on Game Pass? Of course it will. Every game is on Game Pass. I'll be playing it then. Mr. Banana Man Billboard, any closing statements from the terrible two? Yes. I hate billboards. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's, you heard it here, Gooberland. This guy hates billboards and was maybe in a terrible accident as a child doing the Grinch race that he definitely won and did not break his neck and go into a coma and develop a personality disorder. It's true. That sounds good, yeah. I love that guy. Coming to the end of our debate tonight, uh, we've, we sent out a quick Gallup poll to the nation to figure out who they're voting for. Is this America's Got Talent? Like, text yeah, you your texted, favorite candidate? You texted just like that. Uh, Ruben stuttered this year. Fuck, that was American Idol. Uh, who's on America's Got Talent? <laughs> who, who knows? Uh, <laughs> um, so it looks like... Wow, the Schmeef has won the Bungo vote by a landslide. They keep sending in Schmeef, Schmeef, me grabby cock, me swingy, kill. Krungo, Krungo, me letty cock, kill. That was the Bungo vote, though. You just made a, a big oopsie. Wow. The text messages are now coming in. Me kill Schmeef, me grab Schmeef cock, hey, that's me rip good. Schmeef cock. Oh, oops. Hey, me help, me help. <laughs> I'm the Schmeef. Hey, Schmeef. I was the Schmeef. It was the Schmeef? Um, Senator Griebler. Waiting for a landslide fucking personality change. <laughs> Senator Griebler, it looks like you've sneaked out the Schmeek vote. They were uh, a little back and forth all night with votes coming in for both candidates. Uh, but it, it seems the shit napkin comment really sent them your way. They loved your idea of, you know, the Grinch was an not attitude. Feeding... And not feeding babies shit napkins. Oh God, um, but so now we're at, we're at a bit of a, a, a sticky wicket, a tricky pickle, if you will, because Goober Nation is is half voting for Representative Banana Man and half for Mister Billboard. I, I think we count those as the same person. We share a wiener, don't we? And that would explain why you've also secured the Krungo vote. They love the innate violence of entering the Grinch race and immediately snapping your neck on the starting line. They love that you expose not everyone else to violence, but the most important person, yourself. And I'd love to say that I loved that too. So right now I'd like to say that Banana Man Billboard Ralph is currently our presidential leader, but I'm really afraid of who the Schmeef has become in what he's about to say. Wait, wh what do you mean? These are just these are just my indoor glasses. Sometimes the light I'm a little I got sensitive <laughs> eyes. Sometimes the light just gets a little too much for me. I have to put these on so that I can I, I don't get migraines. 
Oh, God. Uh, yeah, for the listeners at home, the Shmeef exited the stage and just came back uh, with a pair of sunglasses. You, when you're at, like, a Little League game and there's that one dad who's a little too drunk and is yelling at the umpire who's, like, 14, he's got on a pair of sunglasses. Just picture those. The Shmeef had those on. Hey, what's up? I'm the Shmeef. Hey, Hi, Shmeef. That brings us to the end of our presidential debate with Representative Banana Man slash Mr. Ruben Billboard, oh, whatever that no, brief stint that's was. We're back. Whoever you are now. Jesus Christ. I'm Mr. your presidente, Billboard. baby. Before we go, before <laughs> well, we go, I'd like to enact the secret rule. The assassination is- rule. Get 'em bungos. <laughs> You can't oh kill me God. in any way that's meaningful. I have the grassy knoll, bitch. I am the second <laughs> shooter. <laughs> well, that wraps up this this round of debate. Join us next time on episode two of Master Debaters, where we figure out, did the guy with the personality disorder get assassinated by a bunch of cannibals? Thanks for playing, everyone. Jesus the Christ. The answer is yes. Uh, <laughs> the Connor Banana Man billboard has taken the victory here. He's won the majority vote. Wait, they have uh, real guns? He- They're real? Any any parting words for your fans at home? Yeah, get ready for a whole lot of dogs and dog-related items. I'm mailing them to each your address. This is government now, baby dog stuff. Coming to you every day. You have a dog? You think that's good? Uh-uh, wrong size, baby. That's me. Ronald Rand- Randall uh, Ruben Banana Man. Ruben Billboard. Ruben Billboard. Lines are getting We're crossed. Oh one. You guys already regret who you voted for. that'll be for the next debate jesus christ thanks everyone have a great time Uh i need fucking my brain is goop at this point bye bye anything any plugs ads thoughts apologies i'm the shmeef hey shmeef bye I'll be in your closet later. I'll be in your closet later.